It doesn't sound like it's the up and up, but it sounds like the ones that are. Talking and Token, this is G, one of your co-hosts. This is my other partner right here, my co-conspirator, co-host Amber. Hello, hello. So on this one, we would like to talk about is just more of the current events that's happened. Current, uh, I would say, food venues we like to go to. Um, kind of more about us and why we, we get into that. And we want to rate kind of our food things. We kind of want to tell you about where to go when you stay away from a, a strip. You hang down downtown and... Just more about Vegas and its culture, of course, cannabis related. So, what do we got? What do we got today? Okay. This is We're going to awesome. start off with our current events. Hey. Um, so, we'll do the CCB update from the last board meeting. There's a few things to uh, come home with on that one. Actually, uh, pay attention on this one. A lot of those were uh, at that meeting, uh, lounge is getting approved. So, that's in motion. You're going to start seeing more lounges. Um, most of you seem to think there's no lounge. There is one. It's called New Woo. Mm. It's been here since 2018? Since getting people stoned has, since it's been here. Oh, pre-COVID time. There we go. Yes. Sorry. Um, but yeah, anyways, so, uh, but now the, the they're on tribal land, so they have a different set of rules. So that's why they've been open. So now um, the CCB has opened up licenses and um, we're going to start to see some lounges in the city. So, but you know, back to Nuwu, just real fast. Yeah, they, they're on their own land. They have their own rules. <clears throat> but they've always um, played by the rules. Yes. Even during COVID where people thought, oh, they can do whatever. No, they were following the rules. They follow everything by the T and this new expansion, new building. We'll talk about that later in the show. But um, mwah, yeah. chef's kiss. I really respect uh, Ethan. Uh, I used to be in sales so you know Ethan was a buyer when I was in sales and I just respect him and I respect what they've done over at New Woo and I would love to see more people over there I mean they do one of the best oh I, maybe I was supposed to wait for this but one of the best uh, comedy shows on Friday by uh, Gabe Lopez who does Dirty at 1230 down at South Point on Fridays at 1230 at night thank you I'm too old for that now so I like to call it Dirty at 830 <laughs> over at New Woo is perfect for me it's perfect for anybody who loves a good smoke a good laugh there's always a food truck i don't like to dab but i'll do it um and, and it's just a good time and it's one of those things it's a shame again oh man if you listen to the last couple of shows it's like i always think there's something wrong and i don't know i think it's so simple to fix prove me wrong um but he's not allowed or that that event's not allowed to promote and that's a bummer because the more people knew about that knew we would have one of the coolest i think the best thing Friday night popping every Friday. The, it's not that they can't promote. It's because the cannabis licensing is really tough on advertising products to the public because it's so dangerous. Right. That's but, why uh, it has to come in a bag and that's why we have limits. <laughs> yeah. But we beer, don't trust, yeah. go to the liquor store. You know what? Have a taste at the liquor store and then uh, buy it and you then as, buy beer. as much as you want. Shout out Modelo. 
<laughs> but yeah, um, that happens. But um, other than that, so we were speaking of lounges and um, what we do is kind of find out if we don't know, again, because we've been in the industry a little bit, we know some people, uh, we don't know what says on those paperwork. So if you've never been to a CCB meeting, let me just walk through it with you. Um, they recommend you don't medicate before you go. They recommend. Um, I say, <laughs> if you need medicine, um, it's what we're there for, you know. Um, but anyway, so once you walk in and you go up the elevator to the, I believe, the second floor and make a left, you'll see usually the doors open. But once you go there, if you want to do a public comment or anything, you sign in. At that point, they give you a packet, a packet of papers that say what they're going to go over. A lot of it are ten and twenty dollar words. And, you know, we've been blessed. We kind of know what they're talking about. So back to lounges, we can go, I mean, we can kind of go two options. We can go like what a CCB would call them or what the general population would say. So like TGIG, a.k.a. The Grove. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or should we just say TGIG? It's all too complicated. Okay, let's go by. That's why I said this needs to be simple. It shouldn't be hard. I don't know why. It's not easily revealed when, uh, again, uh, if you guys didn't catch the last episode, we talked about um, when they do a recall on flour, um, they're going to tell you the registered agent's name. So so say you bought flour at ABC Dispensary, and on that product, or, so you know what dispensary you bought it from, but on the packaging of the product, it says... Um, last resort cannabis, right? Uh, you don't know who that is, but the package, it says um, Sunny Days Cannabis. That's the brand is Sunny Days. That's what you as a customer are familiar with, right? When you flip it over, you don't know that name on the back, if that brand is owned by that store, that dispensary, or if it's somebody else's brand, you don't know that information. And I just think it should be more clear because when there's a food recall, they're going to tell you, hey, uh, this is Foxy Brown's uh, LLC. And then they tell you, but that's Blue Bonnet Butter or whatever, you know. So it's very clear what the product is. There's a picture, like you know what it is. Um, and so they're kind of very discreet, like not discreet, but because it's the registered name and they don't associate it to the name of the dispensary or the name of the cultivation. The cultivation name doesn't have to necessarily match what they sell their product as if that makes sense so there's a it, lot it can be really confusing where it, it doesn't it doesn't but that's why we're here yeah. we try and break down all that as much as we can into something that we can i was gonna say something gross but it's something that we can regurgitate back and that it's like oh now i get it okay well this person because sometimes you can go to a, a shop they don't even know they're about to get a lounge the button you're talking oh i mean i heard you oh i didn't know that what? Where'd you hear that? Oh, uh, n I don't know. Or um, same thing happens with grows. Sometimes when you get a good grower, other people try and give them genetics to grow. Um, so sometimes if you think you got this person, this circle, and that's what they grow and that's their, from their hometown, but in reality, you got this person and that person who kind of grow under that name. So, you know, kind of understand what grows you like because sometimes the really kick-ass grows are doing genetics and phenos for other people and again you just find out who or if they're even doing their in-house but 
you know, back to, sorry, I got carried away, but back to the lounges. Um, so let's see. One, one of the people who's really proud, though, Planet 13. So Planet 13's been in the works. They've had how many, I hate to say how many places because it's one place, one building, but how many um, different shops or different attractions do they have already in there? Do you know? I mean, they have the restaurant. They have the bar. They have the Stitch store, which is like, by blunt wraps and glass and t-shirts and candy bars you know munchies okay and stuff to get high with and yeah and little stuff and then then they have the um area that they make edibles and that you can see the uh, little robots in there and then mm-hmm. they have the bus that smokes and you can take a picture and then they have the end wall and that's where they announced that they're having a lounge and one of the things we've been waiting for for a long time or i have what is it what is it Cannabition. Hey. So Cannabition was a cannabis museum downtown. Welcome uh, back. Back back in the day. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't the right place, right time, I guess. And so Planet 13's been preparing to open it. And we have been really, or I, I don't know. I've been excited to see it. I think it's, um, you know, Planet 13 is definitely a tourist destination, right? Uh, 420%. When I have friends in town and they're like, no, where where am I going to get the best deals? Well, I'll tell them that spot. But then I tell them, you got to go to Planet 13 just to walk through it and to experience it because it's a cool experience. And when they have a lounge and a museum, like, yeah, let's go get lit and then go to the, or I mean, yeah, let's go to the lounge and get lit and then go into the museum. Like, That's the kind of things you're going to need when you have um, a a lounge. You're going to have to have things that attract people. You can't just open it and be like, yeah, we're going to have live music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I say that all the time. Uh, I think you can have... I, 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 Planet I, 13 will survive because it has the tourists. But now they got a battle reef, which uh, they just went a lounge. Um, so now you're going to see these two heavyweights right across the street from each other. It's going to be funny to see how that works, how that goes left to right. Um they didn't do it for their downtown property, did they? I believe they did. I'll double check. I, I will double check. I did know they won. Cureleaf won one. But anyways, it would be big enough. Maybe I'm all conspiracy right now, but it would be big enough to have a lounge. Um, the attraction's there. But So they won. Um, Shango won. Shango, if you don't know, is if not the only, one of the only on the Boulder Highway area, east side, east side. That's up now. But they do serve the community, like the guy said. We have so many um, customers that come in from that east side. So, you know, they're, they're providing flour for them, at least, which is very cool. Uh, congratulations again to your lounge. You know, and things, it's funny because certain people, and I'm not. Can I say something? Go ahead, please. Sorry. I just want to say that one's an interesting one because I'm very intrigued to see what they do with it. Because um, if I recall, it wasn't very big. And I remember. There was a group that uh, that uh, they were going to donate that space to them uh, to have a lounge in, and then something happened. They said that they got an attorney letter saying it wasn't safe, so I guess they must be rebuilt it. But um, anyways, I just Boulder Highway is not a place that I really want to hang out in, so I'm wondering what they'll do to draw people there. You know what I mean? Because again, you have to have something because just having a lounge isn't profitable. Um, a dispensary can do that because they're providing the product. I would say uh, Shango on that side of, um, of the tracks of the freeway, they kind of understand their clientele. So sometimes they do have deals that do help their clients. 
But yeah, it'd be interesting how they're going to do that, how they brand it, you yeah. know. Yeah. I'm but it's going to be interesting how everybody does it. You know, it's been f- promised to 40 um people, only 15 got them so far. And um it's a shame. I don't want to say it's a shame, but um I I believe in my heart maybe one or two should have been other people. Um maybe uh inclusive, <laughs> maybe equal. But, you know, that's my own opinion. Again, like I said last time, I'll say every show, everything I say is what I say. It's not what she says. It's my opinion and my views. But it is Talking in Token, so here we go. Uh, and with that being said, Thrive, who's an OG, they got grandfathered in. They're going to have theirs in, um, which I've asked about, but they're grandfathered in. That's really all you can say at that point. You don't make up those rules. I can't speak on it. Um, oh, you know what I did find out, though, because I was just in there the other day and uh, the guy's like, oh, yeah, you're local. We're doing a lounge. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's why I heard you guys are going to have arcades. And he's like, oh, they were going to do that. But now they're going to do um, a live DJ and maybe some comedy shows. I'm like, oh, man. Here I thought we were going to get, like, a player one that we could get high in. That's perfect. You know, we got our own little maybe consumption. Um, I don't want to say consumption lounge, but our own little thoughts to have something kind of fun like that. Um not video games, but we got something in the works. We we want we're brewing up here. We'll let you know when that comes to fruition. We'll let you be aware, so we can have the community come out, have fun, how we did back in the day, kind of sorta. And uh, you know, it, it'll. Uh, ah, we're just talking and token up here, yeah. Mario Brothers. I think we need to do a post and ask the audience, like, how many people want to do this, this, or this? If they got high and then they had an option. Would you want to do A, B, or C? Because I want to know how many people want that club environment. As a stoner, no. You know, but I, I drink at the same time, so I'm a little bit different. But if I'm all high, I'd rather go to, like, a record store, definitely a restaurant. I'd, I'd love to go to even a show. Record store? Was it 11th Street? 11th Street Records has a recording studio in the back. Sorry, on the last one, we just jumped back to episode back. Uh, in the beginning of our Instagram... Uh, we would go to 11th Street Records, and um, we had a good friend, Greg, who would let us go in, and in the back there, they would record. So we've been able to hear, like, a lot of local artists um, and more soulful, very vocal, but even people who were born into the music industry show, showing, hey, I got it too, playing the keyboards. And it was fun. So if you check out our, I think, whew, maybe our first seven pod, little Instagram things, that was us. But, you know, we kind of, again, that's music, that's weed, that's us. We love all of that. Plus, <laughs> sorry. sorry. But, yeah, so, um, again, you can have a Chevron, but what makes your Chevron different than your Chevron and the one over there three blocks away because if you go to california the biggest it's not a chevron it's a terribles but they have the biggest bathrooms they have the biggest selection that makes them different you remember that so what makes a, di- a lounge going to be different is it the theme and you know if everybody does music and <laughs> and comedy i mean that's that's been done and they've been killing it you know and we talked about who it is and they're doing it you know so do it like adults well what do we really want you know we're at a certain age now we don't always want to hear the hardcore thumps we don't always want to hear the hardcore bass but sometimes we do and we can have those nights just really think outside your realm i know even when we do edibles we think outside the realm we'll do cookies ice cream in the middle and it's just okay well damn it's like yeah you just you know super easy we're entertained we love anything just give it to us but different Ooh, i love good chocolate malt so 
take an evergreen organics brownie and some ice cream and I like it a malt so I add some malt powder and blend that add a little milk blend that up mm. I mean dude imagine that at a at a lounge that sounds amazing mm-hmm. that would be mm-hmm. and nobody mm-hmm. talks about that it's like music and comedy but it's like well what are you gonna do different what are you right. gonna, how are you gonna, malt. How you gonna malt. make money yeah, yeah, we got you can't just have people off. sitting in there. You know, they're going to buy weed, but um, if you're trying to get tourists, it's probably not going to take them very much to get high. Yeah. Uh, maybe some, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just think so many people just relate it to a bar, and it it's not that because it's all the things that you can do that might have a bar at them too. Um, you know, we want to do those too. Mm-hmm. We want to be active. We want to go bowling. Oh. Maybe we want to throw axes. Ooh, some of you think that might Maybe be dangerous. Maybe I don't want to do that. But they serve beer in VR. What's the one they serve beer in? Is that the one in Henderson I've been to? I've been to a few of them, but there is a beer. They throw axes and serve beer. So that's like a white beer person thing. Like well, I, I think like we wouldn't I'm do that. I'm half white. So I that you are. I get to do. Do you do? I will watch. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean yeah, I get it. Yeah, what makes it different? And again, just pop out and. We love to see the different thoughts because there's different in every shop, every whatever it is, there's different heads, there's different creativity, different juices. For me, going into the industry, it don't matter who you are. Do you listen to your your consumer? Do you listen to your employees who are your consumers that are loyal to the soil? Like sometimes we have really I still say I'm with the people. So sometimes we really have good ideas and we're overshadowed, we're overlooked because we're just, oh, an employee, but we have good ideas. You know, we have ideas through ourselves and we hear from other people in the, in the outside and I wish I could help you out and I wish I could bend somebody's ear and get you in there because a lot of your ideas are amazing. And when it's a shame I would say, and this is me saying it, sometimes you have better luck if you had to go to a different state and continue your process and your learning and, and, and whatever you had to do um, because sometimes it just feels it's too hard. But there are some people who prove me wrong. And no matter where they started, now they're in the industry and growing strong. So it's really up to your passion. And that's what we're doing here is just doing our passion, talking and talking, maybe having a sip. We're about to light this. Uh, I've been waiting forever for you to light that one. Don't yell at me, man. It's one you know of, what I mean? Don't. don't. It's one of uh, Nature's Kim's new strains. I forgot the name. but One of our faves off the bat. But my favorite favorite. You go first, ladies first. What's Nature's Kim's favorite for you? No strain Hello. The audience is going to get sick of hearing it. Oh, man. Oh, man. I don't like onion rings on my burger, but I like onion rings. I like onion when rings. When I smoke too. it. Yeah. And then Nature's like, Cam provided that. I like blue hash plant. Shout out. Oh, my God. And pineapple Fanta. It goes mm. on. Check out their list on their website and find out where they're at. Shout out to Hitch, his whole squad over there, their brand ambassadors. And, um, yeah. Man, I, I just want to say shout out to them. We're not just growing good weed, taking care of their people like they take care of their weed. And um, it's A plus to me. Yeah, I think that says a lot about uh, when you've worked in the industry and been around it this long, um, you know people and you see how they transition and how a company comes and goes. And um, yeah, you see it, you experience it. And I don't know where I was going with that. Because sometimes you just have to represent for the people, even if it hurts. I'm stuck on the joint. Stop it. All right, here. Sorry. (laughs) No, because they represent the people, not just on the cultivation side, but on the veteran side, 
on the community side, on the education oh. side, on um, you name it, basically. You got it. You pick me up. Minority grows. You yeah. know, Hispanic. Any, you but know what I mean? I think when um, you've been around and you hear employees have, you hear about places, right? And with Nature's Kim, I've not once. I can honestly say not one time have I heard a bad thing about working there. Um, there's people that have worked there a long time. There's someone I know very well that works there. Um, yeah, it's a company I trust. I like it. Thanks. You know, and then, you know, as a, after the lounge thing was the talk, I knew we definitely went up there. We heard after that was I, I, I oh, definitely okay. represented um, and I wanted to give a shout out to the union. Um, <coughs> sometimes people say <coughs> unions are bad and da 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 whoop de wops. Here's the thing, though. I'm not pushing for them. I'm not pushing against them. I've worked both sides in different industries. I just like the awareness. When I learned about benefits or minuses, you learn some stuff, and you feel every it's different lifestyle, of course. But then you have people who have good grows who take care of their people. The union's not going to go over there because you're taking care of your people already, and that says a lot. And if the union's coming in, sometimes you need that representation from dispensaries, cultivations who don't pay their vendors, who who don't pay you overtime, who don't pay you what you deserve. Even in a right-to-work state, they don't tell you that we have rights. And, you know, sometimes we like to shed the light on that. And and the union is coming in. Um, they're taking over. I think they just won. What was the last one they won when we were there? Uh, the dispensary on Decatur. Mm-hmm. So they have the dispensary on Decatur and in Henderson. Um, there's a, a few dispensaries. Before that was Rise Up in Carson City. Yeah, um, they've done quite a few. And uh, again, we just want you to know about unions. And same, I had never worked for a union. I just recently worked in a union. Um, uh, I wasn't there long, though. It wasn't the right fit. I worked for the state. Oof. Um, so Story for another time. Yeah, I'd rather do this, and I don't want to have a conflict of interest. So uh, anyways, that was my first time in a union, but I see the value in it. My mom was always in a union. Um but I know too, I've been at companies where I would never, I wouldn't need a union because I was well taken care of. Um, and I understand that some of these environments in our cannabis industry here in Nevada definitely need a union. And to get a union, that's on you guys, right? It's on the people. What do I mean by that? I mean that you guys need a majority vote. If you guys all vote together, you become one, you unite for the cause, then uh, then it's out of their hands. The union comes in, right? Because you vote them in. And uh, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go. go All right. Ahead. So what I was gonna say is, uh, even if you're not a union, um, the big word there for me is uh, unity. So like right. biggest thing I preach about. If you don't want to be in a union, that's fine. It's cool if you do. We got friends on both sides, well respected, and we love them. They love us. But at the same time, if you I believe and I feel if you don't want to join a union and I'm not, the, we're not the only two, you know, there's a few of us out there, but they don't want to see the same faces. They don't want to hear the same voices. Um, so the, the more we get vocal as a people, as a unity, as a package, we can change some of the things we don't like. We don't, again, you just explore your options, but coming together in the voice either way is the only way anything can happen. It's kind of how medical started. Weed started. And now we kind of drifted away, I would say, but you know, the people are very loud. We pay taxes. You know, we we brought up the fact. Oh, taxes. Ain't that a motherfucker? I mean, having the union is having a voice, right? So 
if you're not being paid properly, if you're not getting your tips, if you're getting your hours cut to 30 so they don't have to pay you benefits. Like, I mean, there's a lot of instances if they fired a bunch of people so they could rehire people at a lower rate. Like, you know, these are things um, that you could be protected by. And I know that there's things, and again, not all companies. I know there's some great companies out there. But there are some that are not taking care of their employees properly, and they need this. And there are some companies, like I'm going to shout out to Jenny's, uh, because uh, what's their grower? Sear Seeker? Shoot, I hope no I didn't idea. mess that up. Um, Sear Wave. Wave Sear. Wave Sear is Jenny's brand. Um, they were the first ones in the state of Nevada. Uh, the owners, um, I was told, believes in the union. They had family in the union. That's something they grew up with. You know, they had that belief that union was important. So they went to the union and became part of the union for them. You know, they helped that. They did whatever process. Um, the employees didn't have to do it. They chose that. So yeah. And I think huge shout out to them. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's just awareness. It's We'll take the heat. I'll, I'll eat everything. You know, if you want to ever share a comment, I always tell people everything we do is anonymous. I'll speak. I'm not scared of it. I'm not in that industry, but I'm in the industry <laughs> to where I can talk shit and be honest. And some people love it. Some people hate it. But you know what? We won awards for that. And um, I'm very proud of that. Very proud of being an activist. Either way you see me on the good or the bad. I'm very proud of being the educator of the year this last year. Shout out to Sheldon and the crew over at the Cannabis Awards. We appreciate that. As a team, we came together and we just try and work hard and, you know, like I said, we're not trying to bash brands. We're not trying to bash unions. We're not trying to bash non-unions. It's just open awareness to where we should all be one of the things, especially with, and I've been talking about it for a little bit. I know we've been talking about it for a little longer, but it's um, the way that there's no, even though they said we need to, there's no labels on, on flour that have been, um, what's that $10 word? It starts with R, remediated. That's been treated, so it could have treated. been remediated or decontaminated. Yes. And the difference between that is, one, it fails, so to correct that, you decontaminate it. And the other is you remediate it, meaning you just do it before it goes to testing to make sure it's clean. And so one of the things, I mean, it's not hard. Um, it didn't pass. It went above the CCB somewhere. I don't know. Anyways, it didn't pass. So um, at this point, they don't have to label it. And it just goes back to, you should have that choice to know. And if they're proud to use it because they put out clean flour, then why are they so unwilling to put a label on it? Don't be worried it is about what it. it is. You're going to have plenty of people who smoke it. Trust and believe. This is a, a tourist city. And some people just don't care, you know? Somebody might have the za, but you know when it might be treated. But who cares? It's the za. The homie coming from Philly don't care. It's the za. A lot okay, of fine. A lot of people don't care about some of the chemicals going on their plants, so people are still going to smoke it. And if you support it, I don't see the big deal in just sharing it. So. And we kind of reached out. We kind of did what we could do, and so we're just waiting on a response from them about talking to us more about the treated flower out here. We yeah. just want a list of who used the equipment. That's it. So we can make people aware because we think it's fair that everybody knows. Yeah. Um. <coughs> so. Excuse me. The next thing we talked about was old flour. So old flour is a real thing. And before we even start, it's a real thing. And I would say perhaps every a lot of the markets that are legal. Some people might say even, gee, even in the 
in your friend's traditional markets. Perhaps. Perhaps. Unless it got sold out. And then you can really smell and see your flower compared to just going off somebody who needs to get rid of it. And there's no labels, not just in our state, but it's happening in other states. So I don't want you to think right off the bat, we're just going after us. You know, this is our backyard. This is our community. We want to make it to where people are like, damn, Vegas knows what's up. You know, we don't want it to go the other way. California has so many issues to worry about because they didn't govern right. You know what I mean? It's too big. They they have a whole different set of issues. Yeah, yeah. they do. But it's all, we've seen it. We've witnessed it. We've we smelt it. It was not good. Um, well, luckily, how you grew up, where'd you grow up? You grew up on a, on a farm, right? A ranch. A little ranch. Horse ranch. So when she's got the nose, guys, she's got the nose. You oh, open up shit. a bag. <laughs> Poor G. I'm like, uh-uh, this smells like hay or tell you moldy. Poor I G. just said recently I'm parting ways <coughs> with the cultivation I had been smoking. Um, <coughs> so, uh, yeah. Because her nose knows, guys. Because your nose knows, and it's one a trip. too many times, man. You know, fool me once, all that good stuff, all that whoopty yeah. whoops. I could taste those chemicals, and then I don't know, it's just something else doesn't taste right. But a lot of it's taste moldy lately. And if you say, "What does mold taste like?" I don't know. It's what it smells like. Is what it, I mean. It, <laughs> somebody said I don't know what it tastes like, day, but what it smells like is. I heard somebody say it smells like an old wet sponge. Right, yeah. If you're not, she grew up on the farm. She could be like, smells like hay. That smells like, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, yeah, oh, but yeah. It smells <laughs> like hay. It's usually not fully cured. Yep. And then what's the, yeah, there's or a smell though, like stale. that mold smell. It's yeah. stale smell. Yes. It's a straw. It's kind of like stale. Yeah. You know, and then you know, good flour. If you smoked before the industry was an industry, if you smoked, you know, <laughs> your nose knows. <coughs> um, it's a shame that we took out the, the jars. People say, oh, I wish you guys had smell jars. We used to clean them. It wasn't the, cleanest thing that you were sniffing i'll tell you sniffing nose hairs and skin particles uh but that was a thing and i'm glad they stopped doing that no offense but um you know we we talk about that that's what we brought up on the last one you just made me think uh zoom (laughs) the growing up on a farm with hay we had alfalfa and we had grass yes so two different kinds right and the alfalfa is like got the clovers and it's richer it's better have you seen so that's the zaza that's the zaza <laughs> oh i hate that word bro have you seen um that movie it's the newer one starts getting hutch with ben stiller and that blonde dude so snoop's in there and snoop's like he's undercover and he's playing a. if you haven't seen that movie by now this is a fucking spoiler but if you haven't seen it fuck off oh but uh so snoop's playing a caddy on a golf thing and he's uh the caddy for vince vaughn and um Vince says, here, give me this certain club. Snoop gives him another one. And he's like, I didn't ask for that. What did I ask? You know, he's going on them. And Snoop picks up grass and he gives him, this is Alabama, blah, blah, blah type of grass. You're going to need this for this and that. And he's like, how do you know that? And he's like, I know know a little thing or two about uh, grass. But if you ever listen to an interview about Snoop in that part, in that scene, um, when he turns around, when Vince Vaughn turns around, he slaps Snoop. So there's like an interview with Snoop when he's like, this motherfucker really snapped, slapped me. And I had to bring it back down into actor mode and not beat the shit out of this motherfucker for slap. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, Snoop a dupe. But, uh, you know, that's funny as shit, but that was a good one. That's good. Snoop with Willie Nelson. That's a good one. When he passes out. <laughs> no fact. Just Google it. Willie ain't no joke. 
Willie's a smoker, smoker. I have a mini story about Willie. A long time ago, many moons ago, uh, I worked um, a spotlight operator in Laughlin at the Riverside Casino. Famous. If you don't know about it, Google it. Riverside Casino, a spotlight operator, and I would help with the uh, on the on the stage, right? And uh, Willie Nelson came through, and I was so blessed. My boss, and then my sound op was my my boss was actually my roommate. My sound op was my other roommate, so we came close. And we got the word from one of our friends next door when it was back. I think it was still Flamingo. He's like, hey, Willie's coming. Willie's coming tomorrow if you guys want to come by. I'm like, nah. He's like, yeah, we can get you to meet Willie. I'm like, no, fuck. So we dibble-dabbled in the things of cannabis. And so I, I ended up, I don't know how, with a couple of joints and weird blunts. And there was different packages ready for him. And you could walk up to the bus. And there was one to the left and one to the right. And they were like, yeah, if you want to meet Millie, Willie, figure out which one it is. But you could smell. When you're walking before you talk to the guy, you could smell, oh, it's to the left. So you go to the left, and we knock on the door, and we're like, hey, such and such told us we can meet Willie real quick. And we brought some gifts. And he's like, I'll be right back. So he grabs the gifts. He's like, all right, Willie gave you these. So he comes back a few minutes later and says, Willie gave you these. He gave us two guitar picks signed by Willie. He's like, Willie's a little busy right now doing this, da, da, da. And uh, here you go. So we had two signed guitar picks. I don't know what happened to mine, but that, that, <laughs> that, fuck, that I was wish. memorable. Oh, man. It was uh, it Laughlin. Was. Laughlin, man. That's cool. If you've never been, talk and talk and go to Laughlin. It's a different vibe. You got the river. It's always 60-something degrees. It's cold as fuck. It's a good time in the summertime. It gets packed. Be careful. See, do. But talk and talk out there. Go out there. Let us know how you like it. Um, yeah, it's fun. So we were on the CBD or CCB. All right. The last thing about that is uh, it would have to be about the CBD stores, right? Oh, yeah. That was the last thing. Sorry. That was a sorry. That's the next topic. Yes. Oh, my bad. But no, that's right. That's where we're at. Okay. Well, we, we know we're going. And so, uh, yeah. So it's actually, if you look back at our, one of our biggest things that people kind of notice when we were doing posts and we still are on Instagram talking and talking <laughs> a little. What do they call that? A little plug, shameless plug. Uh, yeah, we went to a couple stops, a couple shops, stopped at them, and they acted as if they, A, were real dispensaries of THC. By that, I mean they asked for IDs. Mm-hmm. Like, they let her in. They hounded me at the door, right? They were asking all kinds of weird questions. Said no videotaping. Which I get it, okay, but you're not even a THC store. You're CBD, so, okay. they know what they're doing. They're so silly. They don't want it on tape. Yeah. And there's no TH. There's the minimal of THC you get in there. But if you're a tourist, you know, pay attention real quick to this part. But if you're a tourist, there is no legit THC dispensaries from, uh, I would say, the needle. A little oh. before the needle. Sahara. Yeah. Sahara and Vegas so Boulevard. Sahara is a casino and it's a street, right? A major street off Las Vegas Boulevard. So from there south all the way to... The Welcome to Las Vegas sign, mm-hmm. a.k.a. right at the Mandalay Bay, right in that area. At the Pyramid, at the Castle. That's no the main real strip. Shots. You're not going to find any dispensary in between there on the strip. Guarantee you. You will find a couple behind. But if you're a tourist strip. and you happen to listen to this, they will try and convince you otherwise. And I'm here to tell you as a stoner, don't. You know, there's only a few that's beyond Sahara. And when she says Sahara, if, if you don't, okay, here's a Sahara casino. Right here is like the world's largest and biggest gift store. But then right there starts 
the real THC uh, dispensaries. You have right by the McDonald's. You have which one is that? Z- uh, Relief or Zen Leaf? Oh, that's Relief. That's Relief. one of the original ones. Yes. Relief. You got cookies out there. Yeah, 420 right down the street from Relief. 420, Can of Stars. And then you go down the boulevard from Cookies, and you have uh, uh, Cure Leaf. Med Men. Medmen's. Oh, well, yeah, Medmen's down further. And then right next to Cure Leaf, you have New Leaf next to Viva Las Arepas. Tacos de Mexico. Um, and then then we come down and we have uh, Health for Life, Medmen. Ooh. Um, can of Stars, New Woo. Did I miss one? No. But other than that, if you go on Fremont Street, you might see two or three of these CBD oh. shops. I did the sanctuary downtown. Oh, the sanctuary on Third Street, where I usually get nature's camphor. Yeah, if you like to shop around, I always tell people even shop groceries. <laughs> Meat sometimes might be cheaper at this store, and then this week it might be cheaper at that store. So just look if you like the same prices, but get good flour. That's what we do. We talk and talk about it. We tell you sometimes if we get the heads up. Shout out to Vegas Trees. They do the same thing. They'll let you know on Reddit where the deals are. Um, they're another local that provide another community service, a little different than what we do, but it's okay because it's community, and uh, shout out to them. I won actually a little package from them from the sanctuary at 3rd Street. That's so funny you said that, but they were cool, um, so shout out to you guys. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, you can get, uh, they have GLP too, but they have uh, GLP's Ineligibly Dank brand. Um, some people don't realize that's them. Still same clean product. It's just their lower THC um, strains. And please don't get caught up in low THC versus high THC because with a quality grower, um, it's not about the THC. It's the terpenes and how it's grown. So if it's good quality flower, you will definitely get high as high as your 20 percenters. And sometimes you can think about it like your old heads, your old heads. If you, I got old heads in my family. They didn't ever knew what the THC level was. I didn't know when it was getting me fucked up with the chronic. I never knew. Pretendo, yeah, I said that shit. For kids who don't know, that goes like second tier. Um, but you don't know. But then you you were high as fuck, and you remember a smell. You remember, oh, man, that blue dream, that had that taste. And, and you can have different blue dreams. And when that one hits, it hits because they're terps or whatever. It may be a great grow. But, again, you don't have to always get the 32%. Sometimes it's just boof. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, yeah if there's a, a high THC and low terpenes, so in Nevada they show the top three terpenes in the flower, right? There's more. Got to get that on the COA. That's the certificate of analysis, and the dispensary has that. So nice. if you ask for it, they have to show that to you. But it would show you all the terpenes, um, <clears throat> because as you smoke, you might find a terpene that either makes you like feel sketchy, right? Some people say that about pining; they feel all jittery like they did an upper and they don't like that you know or maybe somebody's allergic to something something like that anyways and you know what if you come to town if you're out if you happen thank you for listening to us if you're out of town but if you are you fly in um yelp sometimes really look at the reviews sometimes they'll tell you but tenders don't really know sometimes this one really helped me out aka uh fucking tom over here Help me, and he he got me right go see tom and so sometimes the reviews are legit and um you know, don't always believe everything you hear. If you come from out of town, you've been here a few times, help your friends out. Tell them where to go. Um, and then listen to us. <laughs> listen to us because we tell you where to go. We tell you how to 
have fun after you get high. You don't have to always hit the strip because we support local as fuck. We we are local. We've been local for a little bit now. Local enough to have fucking taxes. And, uh, you know, that's one of the things I forgot to mention. Uh, we talked about taxes at the CCB thing. And uh, one of the biggest things we talked about was, uh, or we've we've been preaching and other people have been preaching is where does that taxation revenue for cannabis, marijuana, whatever you want to call it, where does that go with the CCSD? And uh, we actually, well, we called up and we asked and they were like, hey, yeah, here's an email. So we actually sent out an email and requested, you know, if you can help us. A lot of people in our community are asking, where's the money go and can you show us where? Because as far as we know, as far as I know, as a cannabis enthusiast, it goes to the school. And then from there, you have to dig where it goes. And so we're, we're trying to do what we can do just to shed a little light on it. Because there's a lot of questions from parents, from just consumers, like, where's these taxes, girl? I believe, what was, uh, you I said was we were in debt? There are millions of dollars in debt, so the money goes towards their debt. I'm like, well, how many millions? Because how many millions are we giving them? Like, it should only take a couple of years to get them out, right? <laughs> yeah, that, we're giving a good amount, you know. And um, I'm not saying we don't because the kids are cool. I don't have no kids. Fuck those kids. But Right, like, that's where they should be going. But if we're giving them that much, can our, these kids get a good education? Like, we're ranked 40-something. 40, 40 if not 50, if out of 50. Like, it's just bad. It's what it is. Oh, bad. It's bad. But, you know, we're building things. And hopefully, like, some of the money... Hopefully, I don't know much, but I like, you know what, now I say it out loud, um, to find out, like, there's a lot of hospitals being built where it's supposed to be one of the biggest hospital places in the country. So maybe some of the money goes there if that's the case. If, if that's the case, that'd be cool. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know what? Oh, one thing, we never brought it up, but you know what? Fuck them in the mouth for cops. Just real quick, just fuck them in the mouth for saying uh, a cop can smoke after after duty. I don't believe you should. I think if you're a cop and you're trying to bust me for weed, you should not be able to smoke weed after work. I can't, I, we can't go have a sesh. That's not right. That just feels wrong. I know on duty, it's going to be wrong. But It's going to tie, so here in Nevada, the way the DUI law works is <clears throat> essentially they just have to prove that they had valid reason to think you were intoxicated, right? And then what did they do? They give you a blood test because there is no breathalyzer for cannabis, right? So they give you a blood test. And if you're a daily user, a regular user, a patient, um, even use every other day, it's built up in your system. Your drug test is going to show you have cannabis in your system, right? Mm -hmm. It used to be two nanograms. Now that's not there because two nanograms was the very minimal <clears throat> amount that would show up. Uh, but it, it, it's going to be in your system. So then they can charge you because they will say, oh, well, because she was swerving. But they can't prove when the last time you smoked was. Puffs and cheers. Puffs. And shoes. So, and they say that the smell is not a reason to. And I'm okay with that. Don't they because say my it's car not might a reason, smell. But if <laughs> I feel like it doesn't matter if they smell it, they're <laughs> like, how are you not gonna judge somebody? <laughs> like your car smells like weird. You don't even have to say it. You just know it. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like it's a trap. And so, um, so if say I uh, smoked at 9 p.m before I went to bed, right, so I could sleep, <clears throat> wake up, it's uh, 8 a.m., driving to work, bam, crash, uh, for whatever reason. I mean, I don't know why they, if they have to have a reason or if they're looking for fault, uh, I don't know, but you get drug tested for some reason. It's in your system. Like, how are they going to prove you didn't smoke before you went to work and prove that you smoked the night before? So, um, 
you know, then that means the same thing's going to happen for a cop. Does it though? Will it though? <laughs> Will it? I believe we live in like one of the most crookedest cities. So if those type of people, if those type of people in the offices, previous or whatever, family, those people can own parts of dispensaries. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know who's crooked. But you know what? That's probably just how it happens all over. We live here. <laughs> we think this is the worst. Who knows where's the worst, how it goes down, you know. But we know how it is here, and we kind of <laughs> aren't really afraid to talk it. And, uh, you know, we, we appreciate the support. Talk that's, it and choke it. <laughs> uh, that's a, that's um, speaking of support, like, when, when, the, when the community responds to some stuff that we talk about, whether it's negative, I'll take it. We'll eat it. You know, we like... Shout out to them because we have a adult conversation. Really, it's not like it's like oh, shake hands, talk about it, smoke about it, and uh, but shout out to like the real community that kind of stays in the shadows, but has gone through issues in life like this. So, if you check out our recent page talking about this, um, one of our I don't know if you don't know he's an OG here. Um, he gave a and we're gonna do this later. He gave a Instagram of his lawyer. And so you can reach him or you can wait till he comes on the show. Come on the show. And uh, uh, if he comes on the show, we can talk about more in cannabis and the legal form. Almost like a pop brothers-in-law, but for Nevada. You know, I think that's an excellent platform that we're going to help bring, again, to the people. Because the people, the stoners, we, we bring this. We bring the money. We bring all this. And, you know, we're going to wait to hear from CCB. We're going to wait to hear from the school about being open with us. As much as we are as transparent, I think you should be transparent with us. My my two cents. I agree. I agree one hundred percent. Four hundred and twenty. Um, you know, I realized we didn't finish about old flower. Ooh. We started about it because that was our last topic. Then we got stoned. Yeah. Um. So, I just want to real quick say that, why are we worried about old flower? Okay. Well, studies have proven that flower after a year uh, degrades like sixteen percent. Um, if it's not stored properly, it could be more than that, right? So what does that mean? That means the testing that you have on that flower when you bought it no longer matches it because if THC, when THC degrades, it creates CBN, which CBN mm. is sleepy, right? So, uh, and that's where your terpenes go away too. So when you get an older product, it's going to get you high, but then you're going to get sleepy, that sleepy feel. And some people like that. Some people might find that great, but... The testing isn't going to match. That's one of the biggest things. Um, but then where he saw flower that was 25, 25 months. months old. Ooh and uh, one tested a year after it was harvested. One sold a year after it was packaged. And I'm not good with math, but the math doesn't add. So let's yeah. say when it did get tested, it, I don't know, it was at 32 and change percentage. Well, a year later, again, I'm not good at math. It ain't 32. It ain't nowhere near, perhaps, THC-wise, but CBN heavy. At that point, put it on sale. Give it to the patients for a really cheap cheap price. They don't. They need to eat it as a company and make it into oil, right? That's I mean, that's what people do. Oh. Well, hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, thanks for talking and token with us. Feel free to reach out to us on talking and token on Instagram, or you can email us at talking and token at Gmail. Uh, shout out to Hayes Radio for making this happen. If you need a studio to record in, uh, you need to check them out. They're down here downtown in the Las Vegas Dream Factory. So give them a shout out.
Have a great night. <laughs> <laughs>